0: Hey you guys and welcome back to the News Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So as a quick reminder, this Friday is Good Friday. I'm Catholic. This is our holy week and I'm going to be taking the day off. So Friday there will be no episode. Thursday will be the last one for the week. I appreciate your understanding. And in a mini story that is kind of related, Pope Francis just left the hospital. As it turns out, he was suffering from bronchitis that caused his infection in his throat, but he's feeling a lot better and headed home to recuperate. So most of today's episode will be spent discussing Trump and sort of setting the scene for what could go down today. It's set to be a historical day and a very big one with a lot going on, Um. And there's been a lot going on since the indictment went down. So I kind of want to touch on a few different things, but mostly Trump-related. And then we'll have one more story for you guys at the end. Let's get into it. So Trump landed in New York, his hometown, yesterday to face the music. But let me tell you, this indictment may have been the best thing to happen to Trump's re-election campaign. Let's face it. He is the name on everyone's lips this week, after months of kind of hanging out in the shadows. And now we're seeing that attention reflected in his campaign contribution. So those who consider Trump to be wronged in this indictment or a victim here are flocking to his campaign to donate. According to NPR, the campaign has raised over $5 million in the first two days since his indictment alone. At the end of the day, the only legal requirements to be able to run for president are being a natural-born citizen and being over 35 years of age. That's it. So even if Trump were convicted, even if he went to prison, he could still technically run the country. It's a bizarre thought, given that having any kind of criminal conviction would have tanked a political campaign from the outset in the past. But President Trump is anything but ordinary. To me, the mood right now, it's almost taking us back to the days of the Trump presidency where it's impossible to tell where things are going from day to day. It's the chaos, the uncertainty, the unprecedentedness of it all. And of course, with him right at the center, he is where he loves to be. His campaign is pumping out emails, almost promoting his indictment, seeing as it is sure to stir up emotion with his base and compel them to give their hard-earned money to participate in his quest for justice from a swampy deep state. He even emailed out a timeline of how he plans to turn himself in to authorities, making sure his followers know his every move and exactly what he will be subjected to, including fingerprinting and having his mugshot taken. But it's important to note he will then fly back to Florida to give a prime time statement from his Mar-a-Lago estate, complete with the spotlight that he so adores. Trump has referred to the prosecutor in this case as a, quote, degenerate sociopath, end quote. And he said that the judge in this case, in all caps, quote, hates me, end quote, setting up the lead characters in his show to be out to get him. Ivanka put out a statement on the subject of her father's indictment that I thought was of note and just wanted to make sure you guys knew about it. She said, quote, I love my father and I love my country. Today, I am pained for both. I appreciate the voices across the political spectrum expressing support and concern, end quote. Melania has yet to make a statement, but was photographed smiling next to the former president since the indictment. Meanwhile, the classified documents probe has also gotten a new piece of evidence and not really in Trump's favor. So apparently, evidence has surfaced, according to Huffington Post, that shows Trump may have gone through the classified documents in his possession after he received the subpoena ordering him to return them. If this is true, it would point to the idea that he himself is, was obstructing justice rather than his lawyers doing so on his behalf, which is a huge distinction in terms of Trump being liable for this. It's not good for him, and this is not even the case that's being brought in New York. This is a completely separate investigation that's going on in D.C., if you guys remember. He also has an investigation and potential case going down in Georgia as well, if you guys remember. Now, it's important to remember that we don't yet know what Trump is charged with in New York, but it is standard procedure that once someone appears in court All counts will be revealed, so it's possible that when Trump appears in court today, all 34 counts against him will be revealed to the public. So, again, that's likely to be happening today. That would be standard procedure, but like we said earlier in this episode, Trump is anything but ordinary. Now, 34 different charges. That is going to be a lot to parse through. So give us a minute. You know, we'll try and have that for you guys for tomorrow's episode. But if not, definitely on Thursday's episode before the end of the week, we'll make sure to go through those charges with you guys with a fine tooth comb, explain what they mean and make sure that you understand them. So this info, if it comes to light today, we'll definitely keep you guys posted on our social media. Be sure to be following us. It's newsdujour.podcast on Instagram and Podcast, all one word on TikTok. We will be sure to walk you guys through the charges and hopefully we can find a legal expert to hop on with us to give us some insight into New York law as well. Stay tuned for that. And for our final story today, Lindsay Lohan charged in a crypto scheme. So cryptocurrency's collapse is taking some celebrities and influencers down with it. Kim Kardashian and Lindsay Lohan are both facing legal charges or I should say Kim faced legal charges over their promotion of cryptocurrency without providing the appropriate disclosures to their followers. YouTube star and boxer Jake Paul, rapper Akon, and Austin Mahone will also face similar charges. It appears that these celebrities were paid for their social media posts about cryptocurrency but intentionally hid that from their followers. They didn't use the appropriate hashtags or disclosures to let people know, hey, I was paid To promote this, I might not know all the ins and outs of this product. Again, I'm being paid for it. Kim paid $1.26 million to settle with the Securities and Exchange Commission over her failure to disclose a paid post promoting the EMA token or EMA token. (laughs) Shows how much I know about crypto. Doling out financial advice, though, in general, online is a tricky business, and it stands to get a lot of people hurt if if you get it wrong. And that effect is completely multiplied, as we know, when a major influencer or celebrity gets involved, as the offerings are just blasted out to a much wider audience and stand to hurt more people. As someone who does influencer work myself on our social media platforms, I know how important it is to always hashtag ad and use transparency with your audience to build trust with your followers because that is what your platform is going to amount to at the end of the day is how much trust your followers have or don't have with you. So that for today, you guys, is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote. Be like a flower, survive the rain, and use it to grow. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour broadcasting from...